Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Beast Mode Kids podcast. Across from me is the very semi-tall Laura. Yep, that's about right. Semi-tall. <laughs> and I am Pat. So we talked about height the other day. Like, how tall did you say you wanted to be? Like, if um, you got... 5'11". 5'11". Why 5'11"? One, because that way I'm tall. <laughs> okay, sure. Yep, yep. And two, that way I'm an inch taller than you and a lot taller than mom. So you want to just be able to say that I look down upon you? Yes. Dad, I look down <laughs> on you. Well, I'm 5'11 and you're only 5'10". Oh, that's fine. That's great. That makes me yeah. feel warm and fuzzy inside. Do you believe that you'll get there? If probably you w- not. If you wish it really hard. No. Yeah, you're, you're probably I'm probably right. not going to get there. I think you'll get taller than mom. I think you might get in that I will, fixed... I will probably get taller than mom. 5'6 to 5'8 range. That's, that would be my guess. Cause I think mom's only about 5'4 or 5'5. So. Yeah. Hey, you just got to take one. Don't be yeah. as don't be as tall as her because you'll never then then you'll just never never have that one up on mom right yeah that's right <laughs> so I have a random question for you I was thinking about the other day so I know that you you know spending more time with your friends depending on if it's at school or outside you know whatever you're doing there mm-hmm. how much do you ever have to deal with peer pressure um this year or in general in general just in general I know obviously this year is different and stuff like that whereas there's not a lot of it because there's not a lot going on but like in general is that something that that you deal with you've had to deal with on a you know I don't want to say regular basis basis but you've you've had to deal with um I've had to deal with it yeah but it's not like a regular basis thing so I mean I'm gonna ask you a tough question here so like what is one of the most difficult things that you had to make a decision on when it came to peer pressure and maybe not the most difficult, but like most significant or something that really stood out to you. Um, well, there were like, I don't know, really. There were just a lot of times where I was almost being pressured, like, to be friends with people or like, you have to like this person, but that's just like a general grade thing sometimes even, or like, you have to hang out with this person, like those kinds of things. And it got to the point where I just said, I don't want to hang out with these people because I just don't. These people aren't good. Yeah. I mean, and that's and that's fair, but that's where like sometimes peer pressure, that's, that's more or less, I, I guess I would say that that sounds more just being in the grade that you are, being where you are. Because like if you're on a sports team or if you're in a play or something like that, you're forced to hang around these people. So you're almost well, yeah. forced to be friends with them during that period of time just because you're going to be around them all the time. So you might as well try to get along. Exactly. And so, but that's where that, that peer pressure is. Like, let's say you're over at your friend's house and you're just like, hey, my sister's going to come and pick us up and we're going to drive to the south side of town and we're going to go hang out at a park over there. But you're like, I'm not sure if my parents would really want me to get into a car <laughs> with somebody who's barely has their license and not really knowing that I'm going there and stuff like that. So that's the, that's the peer pressure point of just like yeah. the, this, the decision making through there. Now we'll get there. You know, and I say that we're going to dig into this a little bit deeper, maybe not on this podcast, but I just wanted to put that into your brain of just kind of like, that's a thing. And that's only going to get more, more real for you mm-hmm. in the next few years for everything and making those decisions. And, and you're, you're going to make good decisions and you're going to make bad decisions. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. There's going to be times where all of a sudden you did something and you're like, I immediately regret doing this thing right now. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> that's going to happen. But you know what? Do you know what does not make anyone sad? Or have regrets from? Uh, no, Dad. Eating ice cream. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eating ice cream. I know that's a that was a pretty poor transition over it there. It really was. But we're gonna do it anyway because <laughs> I uh, 
because we're going to be talking to a gentleman here very shortly, a gentleman by the name of Jeremy Hunt. He's one of the co-owners of Olson's Ice Cream. And uh, we're going to give him a call here very shortly, and we're just going to get a little bit more info from him about who he is and what he does with uh, within the company and all that kind of stuff. And so it will be just a few more minutes that we call him. But this is where we were just at Olson's Ice Cream on Friday. Mm-hmm. We drove over to the Chippewa, the Chippewa Olson's, and we drove downtown to the Eau Claire one. Because we want to take some pictures. Exactly. Because I'm always posting on this, you know, whenever a new episode comes out, I post to make sure that, you know, everyone sees what's happening. They can have an opportunity to listen and view and all that good stuff. And so this is where if you have, if you don't know where they are, if if you're not sure what's happening with this Olsen ice cream thing (laughs) that's been around forever. Yeah. Then you're going to want to check that out. Yep. So now what is your, what is, what was your, what's your favorite Ice cream. Um, the raspberry cheesecake. Raspberry cheesecake. Mm-hmm. So generally when you go to Olson's, how do you order it? I would get two scoops on a waffle cone of raspberry cheesecake ice cream. Very, very simple. How often? <laughs> let me rephrase that. Can you eat the whole thing in one sitting? Yes. <laughs> I don't need to think about that. It's There's yes. no thinking about that in any way, shape, or form. You're just like, get yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> exactly what happens through there. And that's where it's just kind of fun because ice cream is one of those those things where, you know what's funny? I think about ice cream and I and I had somebody tell me one time, is like, have you ever seen anybody angry eating ice cream? No. <laughs> I mean, and, and I thought about that. You're right. No, I've never have. And the funniest thing, now I'm trying to think of, you know, let's say somebody had a bad day at work or a bad day at school and they're just walking down the road. Just, I hate my boss. I hate my coworkers while they're licking an ice cream cone. I'm mean, yeah, just kind of like, like that would be a really funny thing to see. It would be pre just anger eating ice cream. I mean, like I've seen people who are like generally mad people eating ice cream but they didn't seem happy or sad or angry it just seemed like i have ice cream here and now i don't really care <laughs> the only time i think I, I would never say i was angry eating ice cream the only time that i felt like i would get to the point of neutral not happy not sad anything like that when i've od'd when I like get a large thing of ice cream, like let's say a double scoop there, and I I get three quarters of the way done, I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty done. I'm good to eating this now. But then the, my <laughs> brain goes, yeah, but you still have the cone and a little bit of ice cream. Go, you can finish it. And that last little bit, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna have to shove this in my face anyway. Yeah, that's me almost every time I eat at Olson, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter in the end. That's why I just get a single scoop and or a small one. Because yeah, I, I but, can't do that all the time. Yeah, but my stomach has become immune to it. So now I don't really get stomach aches from it anymore. <laughs> well, that's kudos to you because I do get stomach aches. So speaking of that, should we give him a call? Sure. Let's give Jeremy a call and see how he is here. Yay. All right, let's make this happen here. Ah, uh, that's so loud. We're going to bring that. We're going to bring that down a little bit here. Good. Hello, this is Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, this is Pat and Laura from the Beast Boat Kids Podcast. How are you doing today? Not bad. How are you, Pat? I'm doing fantastic. I uh, I appreciate you taking the time and just answering a few questions for us because I know Laura and I both had some questions. So Laura is quite the ice cream fan herself. <laughs> and, uh, sure. But we're going to make this happen here. So uh, right away here, I want to know, like, so Olsen's Ice Cream has been open since 1944. And you, you said that you, the Hunt family, your family bought it in 2007. 
what do you feel is the most important thing for your business that has kept it open for, for as long as it's been open? Uh, well, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that, that contribute to that. Um, obviously, that the biggest ones are, are just the, the local community, um, whether it's Chippewa or, or Eau Claire, Altoona, all the surrounding communities as well. Um, and if you kind of dive further into that, you know, we're kind of all about families and kids. Um, obviously, all the individuals that come, they, they make us who we are as well. But um, for our business, we see a lot of, of, of families that come in. It's been a tradition. Um, in fact, even I think every so often, even uh, I would say a year or so ago, we had a, a gentleman who he was in his 80s and he said, I, I remember back in like 1948, he and his dad uh, came. His dad always brought him in for, for treats every so often. And uh, he says back in 1948, and he was explaining how, how, the, how the whole layout um, was changed from what it is now. So you see that and you see a lot of other families that come in and say, yeah, my dad brought me in and now I'm going to bring my kids in. So I think it's just it's a lot of the, the families and, and, and local community that, that make us who we are. That's fantastic. Nice. So we know that the one Chippewa has been open since 1944, as we know. But then there was the second one that opened downtown. And I was wondering, was creating the second location um, a difficult decision? Or did you know right away it was time to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. Though We've gotten that question quite a bit. Um, and a lot of people are like, why did you guys open after 75 years? Why did you open a second location? Um, well, realistically, it, it's my my parents and I are, are the co-owners. And um, it was kind of a, an opportunity presented itself back in 2007 for them to purchase it from the Olson family. So we're the, non, we're the first non-Olson family to own it. Um, at that point in time, um, well, my mom still makes the ice cream. She's well, there's other ones too, but she's the, the head ice cream maker. Um, and my dad did it just for a fun business adventure as well. Um, but you know, they're, they're in their, in their sixties. And so they were content with the one shop. Um, but I grew up kind of in the business too, ever, you know, I think end of my middle school and through my high school and college, um, education, I ended up working there as well. And then after college, I kind of did my own thing in, in Minneapolis for a little while. So I always had plans on coming back. Um, but the one shop, uh, and throughout this whole time through, through college, we kind of discussed, you know, do we want to open a second one? And, and if we do, where, where do we want to look? So we were actually looking for, for multiple years, uh, at like different locations. Cause knowing that, uh, they have the knowledge, um, and, and, uh, capability to help me out as well. And I kind of have the, the youthful, uh, and the age on my side to kind of, kind of go out and, and help um, in that aspect for the operational side. So they didn't want to do it on their own um, just because they're kind of getting closer to retirement. So, and they knew that I want to be brought into the business. So it kind of worked out well both ways. Um, so that's kind of how we made the decision. That's fair. I mean, that's one of those things where you have like a lot of experience with the age of your parents, a lot of youthful knowledge that's coming up, just changing everything. That's a fantastic combination to for just general success with that. So Right. Now, obviously, 2020 has been a weird year, but like throughout the year, just genuine, any fiscal year, like what kind of things does Olson's do to give back to the community? Uh, we do. We, we continue to look for more and more things. Obviously, we're, we're a small business, but we try to do um, as much as we can to give back to the community. And, and some of the big things that we do, that we, we kind of focus on are, are again, the 
kids. I think it's it's so beneficial to continue to help the kids out, uh, education programs, schools. Um, actually, something we just got done, I think last week actually was uh, we do it was we did a, a battle of the schools type deal uh, earlier this year. I think in January, February, with some well, we didn't call it battle of schools. Just kind of they go. Um, against each other and no matter what they they win some proceeds from their night uh this time around you know it, it's difficult obviously as you said with 2020 uh covid and, and and schools being you know virtual and and kind of open they don't have as much funding uh we want to do even more obviously we our, our business took a hit as well but so we ended up doing uh uh program that we created called kind of olson share nights or back to school share nights so uh, we the first run through we did the the previous high schools around the area that we um, we offered it to the Altoona and Chippewa high schools as well as the Eau Claire high schools, um, and it gave them an opportunity. So you know after uh, a certain time period, they could all bring everyone everyone down. Uh, we would help promote it with them, give them all the all the graphics that they need, and they come down. It's a fun opportunity for them to bring their friends and family down and get some ice cream, and then we would give them uh, some of our proceeds as well. Uh, from that night so you know it doesn't cost them anything all they you know they they get some money from that um another thing that we did would be with hope gospel mission we did it last year and then we uh just did it this past summer as well again uh to help kind of fund their their new buildings for for women and children uh which was um change for kids so we ended up donating some some coupons uh for some free cones and kids would come in and you know whether they give us a whether they give uh the locations a penny or they give two dollars they you know anything uh they'll get a, a coupon as well to come down to olson's um from there so and you have other organizations um and you might have organizations like the um well, i'm trying to think what they are but um more local organizations rotary clubs um they, they'll ask for donations again schools a lot of times schools middle schools high schools will ask for uh, their annual booster club foundations. Uh, oh yeah, those are that. those are nice little easy things to do that you want to just make sure that you know that you are giving to the schools and all that kind of stuff. Even if the smallest things, they appreciate all those little things. Absolutely, for sure. absolutely. So a lot of the, a lot of the things that we do are 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 local, just since we're a local business. So we hammer really hard at the educational uh, education system, um, and when as well as others, you know, if we can, if we have the funding, um, you know personal um requests to if, if we're able to financially um but you know really really anyone that that you know, uwec i know that they've come come to us as well we've got we've donated to their education program um you know it's kind of all over the board but it's all it's all local to get kind of get back to them so you know they've been so good to us that we wanted to be as, as you know without putting us out of business as good back to them as, as if they've been to us so that's fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah. So I, so we all know that there's been the one in Chippewa for a while, and then the one downtown has been there for a while, and those two are great. But I recently saw that you guys have a food truck. Is that new, or is that something you've had for a while, or like what's with that? <laughs> so, so the funny thing is, is we ended up, I believe this is how it all started. So we never when we bought the the olson's business back in 2007 it was just the chip store it wasn't any grocery stores there was no weddings things like that 
Um, anyways, uh, my parents bought it. They ended up getting into some of the local grocery stores, and then the wholesale accounts kind of started to come. And my sisters, my two, two older sisters, and they were, they were getting married uh, five or so years ago, maybe six. And uh, they were like, well, yeah, we own Olson's, so let's have Olson's come cater the dessert at our wedding. So we ended up doing that, and kind of someone at the weddings, we were like, that's a great idea. So they ended up uh, requesting if we could do their wedding. So we said, yeah, and, and you know, it kind of just spread from then on out. Um, and it turned into a catering business from there. And then, you know, people saw it at weddings and they want to do it for corporate events. And before you know it, there's, there's bigger festivals that, you know, music festivals that would, Hey, I know you guys do weddings. Can you guys do that? Do, uh, do our, our music festival. So we ended up doing, doing that, uh, from there, but you know, it requires a tent, it requires multiple freezers and, and it takes a long time to set up. So we decided that when we were opening our, second location in in eau claire it was wouldn't be busy enough just with one with the eau claire location build building up so last year we decided to tack on the the concession trailer as well and, and start that last year and um and of course this year we we only had i don't not even a handful of events maybe we've only used it two or three times maybe oh i think we did some with wwib uh three or four events there and some at lake wasota gulf but um, it is a new thing as of last year, and we're hoping to continue with more more events to help um, kind of build the community up with a fun atmosphere, have families be able to go out and do some fun events over at you know music festivals or pumpkin like fall festivals, anything like that. So it is new, yeah. That's one of those weird things when it comes down to business and stuff like that. You do one little thing, you know, you just took your business and you're just like, I'm going to do this for my family. And just very simple. And then it just blows up because everyone's just going to like, this is fantastic. And you just, right. sometimes you have to take the earth, you know, you know, the, the universe throws you little curveballs and all of a sudden you're like, either I need to take this and roll with it, or we're just going to push it aside. And it sounds like you guys rolling with it. And it was a good decision for you so far. Yes. Sometimes you just roll with it. It kind of works out and, and it's, uh, it's another great aspect to our business. Okay. So we've been asking all these fancy questions, but now let's come down to the most important question. <laughs> what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? This is important. Oh, this is. I, I always ask whenever I do interviews with people, I usually ask at the end of it, okay, the most important question, what's your favorite? So it's kind of funny you guys asking me the same question. Um, that's a tough one. It's, there's so many different, you know, we have 200 plus different flavors and and we are, we always, we make all of our flavors at our triple location always have. Um, so I'm able to always try the new flavors, even if we, if we release them to the, to the public or not. So, but of the flavors that we put out, Mocha Mud has always been my, my go-to. Uh, that's a coffee base. It's a cookies and cream, but coffee base. That's fantastic. Even if you don't like coffee, uh, that's a, that's a great flavor. Um, and I think about a year and a half or so ago, we released one called Feed Me PB. It's a chocolate based and it's got a uh, little Reese's peanut butter cups in it, as well as a peanut butter swirl. Uh, that's really good, but that's more of a rotational flavor. Um, but if you don't like chocolate, obviously there's, those are my favorites, but you know, we continually have the same flavors, certain flavors out at all times, raspberry cheesecake, mint chip, cookie dough, cookies and cream. Um, obviously, the vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. So those are always the iconic and 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 fantastic flavors too. But for That's me, uh, mocha mud, yeah. 
Yeah, that Mocha Mud is myself and my wife's favorite for sure too. That yeah, is, that's like the, the go-to every time here. So it's so good. Even it's kind of funny in the, in the stores you have people coming and you're like, oh wow, look at these new flavors, and they and they're looking around in the cabinets, and that's what people do. They don't they don't really look at the big board. I'm talking about I guess both locations. We have a, a board stating all the all of the flavors we have. Right. But everyone's everyone's so most people are just visual. So they come up to the dipping cabinets and they'll look at all the flavors. They're like, oh that looks really good. And then well not this year because we don't do samples due to COVID, but they typically try these new flavors and then they go, All right, I like mocha mud or whatever their favorite flavor is and I just have to go with that. So they go with their with their gut and you know, why change a good thing? So you talked about like the, the testing lens. I'd usually, I've never really asked to test flavors, but there's one that I want to do because I'm unsure. And Laura and I were talking about oh, yeah. this on Friday. They were unsure what it would taste like. Is the black licorice ice cream? Because black licorice <laughs> is such a kind of like a bittery kind of taste, but now you throw like a sweetness to it and stuff. Like I'm just more curious what that actually, can that black flavor, black licorice flavor actually come through with that? Oh, it's, it's the funny thing is that that's a, a lot of people have the response. They're like, oh, so it's a weird flavor. Um, but once they, tr- if you kind of like black, you have to like black licorice a little bit. If you do, they try it and they say, wow, that's fantastic. And sure. you usually get a scoop of it. But um, it's a flavor that used to be rotational. So it, it would come and go depending on, on, on the month. And uh, there were, were so many avid uh, black licorice fans out there. They said, you need to keep that in. So we actually have to keep it in all year round now for those for those fans even people <laughs> there's people in like arizona that said hey do you ship ice cream i know you guys have black liquor so we can't <laughs> find it anywhere i think minnesota is another place there's like one place in minnesota i'm sure there's more but we just hear people that come from minnesota or, or they're in wisconsin they said we just can't find that flavor anywhere uh but i know i saw it somewhere in minnesota so it's it's hard to find around here but it it's, a, it's a niche niche flavor sorry about that but it's one of those where i just kind of want to i just want to try it just a little bit just one bite just because just, one just bite. maybe something yes yeah, send me your, your address or something. I got to drop a half gallon off for you guys. <laughs> make it happen. We will make that happen for sure. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, I got one last question for you. Um, so here it is. So myself and my family have been Olsons many of times, regardless if it's in Chippewa or Eau Claire or anything. And there's, and from time to time, that's quite chaotic inside of uh, inside the facility where employees have always kept their cool, smiling, treat everybody, everybody with the greatest respect and building that kind of culture has to start from the top down. So what kind of things do you do as owners to create a safe and trusting relationship with your employees and your guests? Sure. I think, yeah, like you said, it starts from the top down. So, you know, leading by, by example, you know, we have kind of our, our, some core values and, and the way that we like to treat others. Um, obviously it's honesty, integrity, respect, uh, treating everyone, um, the way that you want to be treated to be, you know, it's, it's kind of a cliche, uh, to say that, but it, it is true in really anything in life. Um, if you treat them well, they're going to treat you well right back. So if we treat our employees well, where it's giving them some free ice cream here and there, um, you know, working with their, their schedules. I, I know a lot of high schoolers and, and college students, they have chaotic schedules, and especially this year. And we work with them as, as, as much as we possibly can. Obviously, school comes first. So, um, you know, I know that there's a point in time my my that I even, I even helped a little bit with some people's uh, homework if they have questions when they're down at the store. Um, just helping them out that way. And, and once the, you know, the employees feel, feel welcomed, they, they feel respected, uh, it kind of flows from there and they'll treat the, the customers with respect and um, 
kind of I always tell everybody it's it's I think it's way easier the whole flow operation of of serving a customer is to to greet them right right away. They come in, they hey, how's it going today? Kind of builds that relationship, builds a little bit of a connection, uh, even if it's for a minute. Um, it, it's so much easier uh, to kind of get to know them uh, briefly, um, and you got to chit chat with them. And and the more they feel comfortable, and, and maybe they have questions about the ice cream, you can help answer them in a pleasant manner. The more likely they're going to come back. And you know, we build. A family with our with our coworkers at, at Olson's Ice Cream, and then from there, uh, we build a family with the community as well. So, you're right. It definitely, it starts from the top down. That's fantastic, Jeremy. I thank you uh, so much for your time today. Um, and I, you know, this is Olson's Ice Cream is definitely a place that myself and my family goes to quite frequently. We were just there on Friday. Just had to check check out some stuff before we did this little interview here, and so taste some say, taste some product. But yeah. awesome, you well, enjoy. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate a- it. Absolutely, sir. You enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thanks for the opportunity. You guys have a great weekend. You too. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. All right. Well, there we go. That was Jeremy Hunt, co-owner of Olson's Ice Cream. That was a fantastic interview right there. Yeah, that you know, was fun. Just a little bit of communication that we've had back and forth, uh, just trying to get this all set up and stuff. He definitely was very honest and open with a lot of those things when it comes down to like what kind of business they run. And it sounds like that's exactly the type of stuff that that's what he said about how you treat your employees and things that you do with all that kind of nature yeah. is absolutely important. And it's uh, and that's a big thing for me to want to keep returning to a place like that. And I know many people in Chippewa Valley, that is definitely a staple in who uh, and where they go with their families. People come to town. So that's a fantastic thing. So last ice cream question for you, Laura, then we're going to oh, get rolling here. I have wow. one more ice cream question for you. Is there an ice cream that you would never try? Um, Probably not. There we go. <laughs> I will eat them all. I will all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our time today. Thank you guys so very much. You guys take care. Bye, guys.